0: The book of Mark this morning, Mark chapter number four, Mark chapter number four. And our message this morning is going to come from a familiar passage of scripture, a familiar story uh, in the Gospels, uh, one that I've preached from several times, but I believe the Lord has um, some very important truths for us today at Mark chapter number four. And it's already been a wonderful day. Uh, in the Lord's house, and I look forward to now the uh, preaching of the Word of God and the truths uh, that God has prepared and preserved for us this morning. Uh, Mark chapter number four, And before I read the scripture, isn't it just a wonderful thing uh, to be able to get together on a Sunday morning, sing about the Lord, uh, hear what the Bible has for us, and I just say all that, I, just, I guess I just like being saved, don't you? Uh, I like being in God's house, I like God's people, and they're not perfect, just look around. Uh, But uh, I love the the people of God, and I'm looking forward to what God has for us, not just this morning, but throughout the day. Mark chapter 4, beginning with verse 35, "...in the same day when the evening was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side." This is Jesus uh, speaking to his disciples, and then there were some others that he had been teaching. Verse 36, "...and when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships." And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And They feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Wonderful passage of scripture, many truths, but I want to preach on this subject today. When the sun comes up, when the sun comes up, Father, I pray that you would use your word today to be a help, a strength, encouragement to us. Father, once again, I pray that if there's one unsaved, may they realize their need of salvation. May they put their faith and trust in Christ today. Father, I pray that your people will be strengthened today, will be helped, Uh, Father, convicted in areas where we need to be convicted. Uh, May we make some changes today that need to be made. Uh, But most of all, may we uh, be reminded of your faithfulness and your ability uh, to see us through the storms of life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We look first at verse 37, and we're reminded that these disciples were in a great storm. They were with the Lord. The Lord was in their boat with them. There were other ships that were, of course, going with them across the sea. The Bible tells us in verse 37 that a great storm arose. I preached on about a storm, a different story not too long ago, and just to remind you on the Sea of Galilee, Uh, just the way it sits with the mountains around it, a storm could appear very, very quickly and very suddenly. They didn't have all the weather reports that are 95% of the time wrong anyway to alarm them that uh, a storm was coming. These are violent storms that come out of nowhere. Scripture tells us that it was a great storm of wind, and it was such that the waves beat into the ship so that now it was full. Uh, It was full of water. I'm not a sailor but I know enough to know that you don't want the inside of the boat to look like the outside of the boat, and it's not a good thing when the ship is full. This was a time to be very, very concerned if you're the disciples. This storm had come upon them, and now the ship was full. Um, The water had filled the boat. No doubt these men were afraid. We know that some of the disciples had experience on the sea. Not all of them, but some of them did. But regardless, if you had a little experience, no experience, or great experience, this was a time that fear would come to them. And let me just make a few opening comments this morning. And let me just say, you don't have to make it through the storm to get to the other side. Say, Pastor, what do you mean by that? You just got to make it long enough for the sun to come up. I'm not talking about the S-U-N for the daybreak. I'm talking about the S-O-N for the sun to come up. Jesus was in the boat with them. Jesus was resting himself. He is God in the flesh. Jesus was not going to go down with the boat because the boat was not going to go down because Jesus was in the boat. And you and I need to be reminded as we face the storms of life as a child of God, we have our Savior with us. He did not save us to just turn us loose uh, to to drown in the sea, if you will. And You don't have to make it through the other side, uh, uh, in the storm to the other side. You just have to make it until the sun comes up. You don't have to make it to the new day. You just have to make it until the sun comes up. You don't have to wait to be rescued from another boat. You just have to make it until the sun comes up. This morning, I want to remind us of who we have in our Savior. We have the Son of God. We have the Almighty. We're going to see in just a few moments and be reminded of the power that God has. See, these disciples, these men who had left everything to follow Christ had forgotten who Christ really was. They believed by faith that He was the fulfillment of prophecy, the Son of God. They had marveled at His teaching. And now when He says, let's go to the other side, the storm came, and they forgot who was in the boat with them. They were focused on the magnitude of the storm, and not the passenger on the boat known as the prince of peace friend have you ever been there every one of us faces storms every one of us is just sailing along in the sea of life and out of nowhere the winds start to blow we got it all under control it's just a small storm and then the waves start to get a little bit higher Before you know it, you're ankle deep in water. Then it gets higher and higher, and well, I guess it's time to panic. You ever been there? Friend, let me remind you who's in the boat with you. Let me remind you the passenger that's on board with you. And this morning, I want to point out several things that the Lord did, and then at the end of the message, there's a great truth that I believe that we need to take home with us today. As I look in this Passage of Scripture, and I'm reminded of the storm, the disciples failed. Good, good idea. Well, maybe we should go talk to Jesus about this. I mean, the Scripture doesn't tell us everything that went in place, but I promise you, they probably tried to save themselves first. And it's like, well, we've done everything we can do. I guess we need to go talk to the Lord about it. I don't know, I've grown up in church, as many as you have, and I hear these stories, and I'm thinking to myself, as a child, idiots. Everybody knows Jesus can take care of this. But now that I've lived a little bit of life, and then we're reminded, I've got God with me. See, storms aren't all bad if they remind us. we got God with and what you may do, need to do this morning is stop looking up into heaven and saying, why is there a storm? And just be reminded, I've got the one with me who's more powerful than the storm. And as they remind themselves of this, and in their panic, as many times we do, well, I can't do anything myself. I guess i got to go talk to God about it. Whereas really we ought to be reminded He's with us first. I see in verse 39, and He arose. And rebuked the wind and said unto the sea peace be still and the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Let me say number one when the sun comes up power is displayed friend i, I said at some of the opening remarks you don't have to i don't know who all is facing what we would label a storm this morning or carrying a burden but i do know this in the future we're all going to face storms this is one of those stories that you may be familiar with and it may seem obvious to things that I'm going to point out to us today, but we need to be reminded that no matter what you and I face, there is one who is more powerful. Maybe you're at a place this morning and you say, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to overcome this. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how, what I'm going to see on the other side. When the sun comes up, there's power displayed that, can't, that cannot be equaled anywhere. Could you imagine what it was to be a witness at this? You're, you're knee, at least knee-deep in water, if not more. The ship, it says, is full. It's dark. You, you go to, to the Lord and say, Master, carest not that we perish? You ever prayed that prayer? God, why have you left me here in this storm? How am I going to get through it? And then when the sun comes up, the power that is displayed, he gets you through what you thought you'd never get through. Well, there's just some circumstances that can't be changed. Well, when the sun comes up, they can be changed. Because there is power that is displayed. Number two, we see also in verse number 39, we see the problem is dismayed. What what happens when they go to get the Lord? The wind is blowing, the waves are crashing in, but when the the sun comes up and he steps to the, the bow of that ship, the problem they had is no longer there. He removed the wind. He calmed the seas. You know, if you and I would just stay in the habit of going to God, He could take care of our problems. I don't know, I, you, I know ladies this would be true, but men were this way in a lot of respects, too. You know, we're, maybe you're a fixer. I feel like I ought to be able to fix everything. I feel like i will to be able to control everything. And a lot of times when things get out of our control, we get frustrated. This isn't how I plan my day. And it's 5.30 in the morning. This isn't the way I thought life would be. Everybody could testify to that today. I never thought I'd be dealing with this. I never thought I'd face these circumstances. Friend, compared to what God can do, God can see you through. God can change circumstances. God can calm the seas. Now, they, they were still knee-deep in water, but the wind wasn't blowing anymore. He didn't prevent them from going through the storm, but the problem was taken care of. He rebuked the wind. But compared to the power of God, your problems aren't that big of a deal. Now, I'm not minimizing the problems you and I face, but when we compare them to an almighty God, is it really that big? I'm not here to minimize what you may be going through. I'm just here to point to an almighty God who calls the stars by name. Think about that. He knows the number of hairs on your head which I don't know if you noticed that trio, that's however Benny Danielle has. (laughs) He knows everything that you're going through. You think God's stressed like you're stressed? He's not. I just want to remind you today that when the sun comes up, not only is there a power displayed, but the problem is dismayed. Now, don't, don't... don't anticipate too much number three. It's not going to rhyme. So We see in the same verse that peace is delivered. I've been preaching and mentioning peace a lot. It's, even though we live in a sin-cursed world and we fail in our flesh and we have burdens and we have heartaches and we have difficulties, God does not desire for a Christian to go through life without peace. We... Just to remind us, we misinterpret what peace really is. We don't define it correctly. Oftentimes, we define it as just everything is exactly like I would have it, and all these things. And we go to different sources to try and get peace. But I remind you that peace only comes from God. You and I cannot find peace anywhere else but from God, He is peace. And you and I will get frustrated if we we try to create peace out of nothing. We try and, and make peace. Only peace can come from God. But there's a great storm here, and in an instant, God calmed it. And you may be facing some things this morning. You say, well, I just don't see how we can get through it. Let me remind you that when the sun comes up, peace is delivered. He can quiet the storm in your life. He can. We, and that's why when we know that he's in the boat with us, he doesn't just send us out in life on our own. That's why we ought to get in the habit of going to God first. You know, verse. we're going to look at this verse a couple of times, but I'll remind you what verse 37 says, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. How long do you think it took for that to happen? And Jesus was in the boat the whole time. The wind starts to blow we got this, the waves begin to come up over the boat. Well, it's not that much, we've got this, begins to fill up. I think we got this, it gets to the top where it says it was filled. Time is of the essence. They go to God. They go to the Son of God, and they say, "Master, cares not that we perish? You just gonna let us drown?" Jesus, we read the scripture, gets up, rebukes the storm. But I wonder if the Lord was thinking. I mean, the Lord knows what's going on. They're like, He sleep. He knows what's going on. Why didn't you call me when the wind started blowing? When the first wave came over the bow, why didn't you come talk to me? He could have calmed it then. But aren't these men exactly like we are many times? We wait until our nose is just barely above water and say, I don't know why God didn't bail me out. Well, maybe you got to go talk to God the first time the wind starts blowing. But when the sun does come up, peace is delivered. I want to remind each and every person in this room, no matter where you're at in life, you can have peace in your life. You would say, I've tried and I've tried. That's the problem. You're not the source of peace. God is. If you and I would go to the Lord, He would grant us peace You say, Pastor, my heart is broken. You can still have peace with a broken heart. I don't understand that. I don't understand it either. All I know is that when Jesus, when the sun comes up, peace is delivered. You can be disappointed. You can have hurts. You can have sorrows. And Jesus, when the sun comes up, he does deliver peace. We see number four. And I'm moving quickly through my outline. I don't want you to get too excited because the conclusion is the truth I want to take home today. We see the reaction of our Lord after he comes the storm look at verse 40 and he said unto them why are you so fearful how is it that you have no faith and then the verse 39 and the wind ceased and there was a great calm the seas went from stormy to calm just like that and when the sun comes up panic is defeated we panic don't we how many of you're saved on your way to heaven how many believe the lord loves you he, he's powerful enough to, to get you through any storm. Then why do we panic? I'll answer that. It's in our nature. It's our flesh. It's our weakness. But what I believe the Lord is saying, if I could paraphrase, after he says, why are you so fearful? Why'd you panic? There's been times in my life where I'm like, it's over, it's done, it's, there's no way we're getting through this, and then the Lord does His work, and it's almost like we had, like, yeah, I knew it the whole time. We're saying, where's your faith? You know, when the sun comes up, panic is defeated. You know, Christians shouldn't have panic in their life. If you've got circumstances that you're a fearful of, you have. let me remind you, you have a God with you, that will deliver you, there's no need for you and I to panic. We're reminded with these four simple things of what the Lord did. And I want to remind us of this, but this is the truth that I want to drive home. And when we get this this morning, we'll, we'll conclude the service and trust that the Lord will use this in our life. I've preached from this passage many times before. I love this passage of Scripture. There's truths there that I mentioned, and they're certainly obvious when the sun comes up. I just, like, I just like the way that sounds. When the sun comes up, he'll take care of our problems. It's good for all of us to be reminded, one, that we are going to have storms in our life. It's good for us to be reminded, reminded from these truths that Christ is able to see us through. God is not going to let us perish, even though we don't know how we're going to get out of it. When the sun comes up, he is powerful enough to deliver us. There's no need for you and I to panic. But I was looking at this passage at this time and preparing this message the Lord put on my heart for today, and a thought came to my mind that has never come to my mind before when I look at this passage. And I look at it, and it was, here's a truth, here's a fact that has been there the whole time. We know that Jesus was in the boat with them. The Scripture tells us that. We know they're going to the other side. It's at evening time. It's getting dark. The storm comes upon them. It was a big enough storm that their vessel now was filled with the water. And we have already know what happened. And they went and they got the Lord. And Jesus stepped forward and said, peace be still. And in an instant, think about what this must have been like. In an instant, the wind stopped blowing. Imagine yourself in the way these storms are described as a lot like a tropical storm, a type of a storm. Imagine being in a tropical storm, and in an instant, the wind stops. In an instant, the sea is as calm as could possibly be. That is a miracle of God. And by the way, no matter who you are, the fact that you're still here your head still above water, is a miracle that God has done for you and I. Because if we're honest, there's no way we've gotten to where we have gotten in life without God getting us through the storm that we could not get ourselves through. And Jesus steps forward and he says, Peace, be still, in an instant, it was calm. Here's the truth that I never saw before. But I think the Lord would want us to see today, and it's a truth that you and I need to be reminded of. The miracle is now done. Jesus has done what only God could do. He controls the wind. He controls the sea. I love the scripture. I love the way it's worded. It says that he rebuked it. You... you, you're in charge when you can rebuke. He rebuked it. Calm. But notice, I want you to notice with me. Back in verse number 37. As the scene is being set for what the disciples are going through, we are told in verse 37, and there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. A couple of verses later, Jesus, the Son, comes up, rebukes the wind, rebukes, rebukes the sea, now... Peace be still, it is calm. But the boat is still full of water. The wind's not blowing. The seas aren't crashing. But the the, 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 the water that got in the boat during the storm is still in the boat. So what do they need to now do? Bail. Don't miss this truth. Jesus does a miracle in your life and in my life, but the results of the storm are still there. He does what the supernatural. He calms the seas. He rebukes the wind. But there's water still in your boat, and there's many frustrated Christians. God has delivered a miracle, and you look around and it's like, well, I'm still standing in water. Get a bucket and bail. You still got to get to the other side. We let God do a miracle in our life and then we sit around and say, God, we expect you to do everything. He left them with still a task to do bail the water that got out of your boat. And friend, that's why you still need to be in church on Sunday. That's why you need to open your Bible on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. That's why thank God he delivered me. Thank God he got me through this. Thank God he gave me enough grace to weather this storm. And he, and he, and he calmed the seas in my life. Bail the water out of your boat and keep going to the other side. Yeah. Too many times we as Christians, we sit back and we marvel at what God does. We say, thank you for what we're doing. And it's like, now when are you going to get this water out of here? Now we, the scripture doesn't tell us they said that. But they were still with water in the boat. So what do they need to do? They need to bail the water. God delivered you from the storm. But if you're here this morning, you still have water in your boat. You still have the effects of the storm in your life. God may have saved you out of something. God may have delivered you out of something. Hey, if you and I need to stay close to the Lord because it's easy for any one of us to get away from God. And, friend, let me remind everybody, the young people especially, you get away from God out in this world, and it will have an effect on you. But aren't you thankful that God can intercede? And He can calm the seas and He can calm the storm. But you still better bail that water out of that boat. You still, there's still the effects of the storm. So what do you need to do? You need to deal with the effects of the storm, even though the storm has been calmed. And so many times, I believe Christians quit after God does a miracle in their life. God delivers them, and you look around, and, and God gets them through something, and say, where are they at? And I believe many times they are left with a boat full of water and they don't bail the water. Friend, you still have to work at your Christian life. You still have to be faithful. You still have to, in your daily walk, put one foot in front of the other. Your body didn't automatically roll out of bed, fall on the floor, and drag itself to the car and get to church today. You had to make the effort to do it. When God does it, it works in your life, He still leaves you and I with the task of the work and the labor on a daily basis. You still have to work to be faithful. He did the impossible, does the impossible, but He always leaves us with what we can do. You and I must be reminded that Hey, when the sun comes up, what do we got to do? We got to I can't. I can't make the wind stop blowing. But you know what I can do after God does it? I can grab me a bucket, and I can start bailing water out of my boat. When God calms the seas, what can I do? I can still get up and work and labor to get to the other side. For too many times we get in the middle of God's business and we don't do what it is that God has left for us to do. Or we expect when God does what he, he does and only he can do that there's nothing left for us to do. I don't know who needs to hear this this morning, but if you've got water in your boat, quit sitting around waiting on God to bail it out for you. He's the one that got you to this point. Well, I'm just, and, and I'm afraid there's a lot of Christians, and I hope this makes sense to you, there's a lot of Christians that God does the miraculous in their life, and they're like, well, when is he going to get around to getting this water out of my boat? And we laugh, but that's the mindset and the attitude of a lot of Christians. Oh, right. well, it's great that no more is getting in, but when is he going to get it out? You know, you might have to make some friend changes. You might have to change some of your habits. You might have to readjust your priorities. Because Jesus expected them, the water was still full. The boat was still full. Again, that's not supposed to be that way. No more was getting in because he calmed the sea. But he expected them to bail it out so they could get to the other side. And you as a child of God, when God has done something in your life, God saves you. This morning, if you need salvation, God will save you if you put your faith and trust in Christ today, at this moment. Understand that that you're you're lost in your sins. You cannot save yourself. And what Jesus did on Calvary, it is faith in that plus nothing, minus nothing. He's the only one that can save you. He'll save you. But when he saves you, there's still some things you're going to have to get over. Habits you're going to have to change. Friend, aren't you thankful that we have a God who forgives us over and over and over and over again? If you're away from the Lord, it doesn't matter what you've done, where you've been, God will take you back. And by the way, in case you're wondering, you're at a church. You're at a church that welcomes, welcomes every child of God to come back to God. So, well, I decided, I, I deal with this, I've dealt with this on more than one occasion. I will, I, I, God's got to get me through this. He gets you through, and there's like, well, when's He going to start bailing my boat? Friend, this morning, you bail your own boat. Because that's when you're truly going to have victory. Is after He does what only He can do, if your boat's still full, there's still scars, there's still memories, there's still effects, there's still circumstances. Now, again, you're probably not surprised by this, and you probably weren't surprised when I said it towards the beginning of the message. I'm not a sailor. But I know water is not supposed to be in the boat. I'm not a sailor. But it's probably easier to get to the other shore with a boat that doesn't have water in it than a boat that's full of water. So, how do they get to the other shore? Well, he calmed the sea. He did. But the boat was still full of water. When the sun comes up, and when God does the miraculous in your life, you know what you and I need to do? We need to thank God. We need to praise God for what He's done, being all the miracle He does. We're all a miracle this morning, every one of us. You know what God's people need to do? Grab them a bucket. Well, Pastor, when are you going to fix these things in my life? It's not my responsibility to bail your boat. It's your responsibility to bail your own boat. Well, well, why doesn't God just do? Bail your boat. Well, it's, it's, it's difficult. Many Christians quit. They get weary and they fall by the wayside because they're trying to row a boat full of water to the other shore. Hey, this morning, if... We've all could testify that God has done some great things for us. He has got us through a storm. And this morning, you don't have to understand all, everything about it. You don't have to be a weatherman. You don't have to be a sailor. You just got to wait till the sun comes up. And when he comes up, he does the miraculous. He gets you through it. But this morning, maybe the application you need to make in your own life is not sit around and wait for somebody else to bail your boat, but bail your boat out. Storms have effects. You know, we we were in Florida, and every once in a while we get we get the, the word that here's a tropical storm coming through. There's a hurricane coming through, and you can tell who's a real Floridian. We're like, yeah, whatever, and we just can, we just you know we just move on. We can tell who all the transplants are. You know, they're loading their cart up with all the water and this and that. You know, three months ahead of time, we're like, you know, it's not coming till next Friday. I'll wait till Saturday. You know, it's it's. You know, but I remember uh, the last big one that came through. I can't keep track of all the names, and I remember going over by, you know, over on Highway 17 in Orange Park and over by the river there. And I remember going by two days after that big storm came through, and there were boats sitting on the bank that were out in the water. There was docks sitting on the bank. The storm had passed and we could say, praise the Lord, I made it through the storm. But there still was cleanup. And I'm afraid there's many Christians who you just, God's got you through the storm. We rejoice in that and you should rejoice in that. But at some point, we've got to decide that there's some work that must be done in my life. That I'm able to do because God got me through the storm. But I still need to do, do not we decide that we're going to be faithful to the things of God? We're going to be faithful to our Savior. We're going to be faithful to the house of God. We're going to be faithful to the word of God. We're going to be faithful to the people of God. Let's be faithful to be a witness in this world that we talked about in Sunday school this morning. That is action on our part. Friend, this morning, whatever it is, how you need to apply it, apply it. Before we go to invitation this morning, let me ask you one more time. This is a question every one of us has to answer. Is he in your boat? Do you know him as your personal Savior? Before you worry about anything else, you need to know that you're saved. You're on your way to heaven. Friend, if you know that this morning, there's no greater knowledge. There's no greater joy of knowing that you're saved. And friend, if God can save you, if Jesus can save you from hell, he can get you through that storm. Maybe this morning somebody needs to bow their head. Maybe somebody needs to talk to their Savior today and say, I've been in a storm. and Instead of talking to you first, I've waited to try and solve it myself. Talk to the Lord today. Depend on him. Maybe today you're still still upset because of the storm that God allowed you to go through. He got you through it. Well, it's just so hard. Grab your bucket. Start bailing. And every time you bail, that boat's going to rise a little bit higher above that water line. It's going to make it a little easier to get to the other side. Friend, let's look to our Lord in the storm. But when he gets us through, let's make sure we're doing everything we can do to get us to where we need to be. Father, I pray you'll use the message today.